Well, welcome to the Speak With People podcast. My name is Jason Reitz. I'm excited that you're joining us today. This podcast exists because words matter, and we really believe that your world, our world, can be changed through healthy communication. And so we hope this time will encourage you, challenge you to choose words that bring life and to communicate in healthy ways. So today I'm so excited because we are joined by Tom Goodlett. Thank you so much, Tom, for being with us. Thanks for having me, Jason. Absolutely. Uh, Today we're going to dive into this idea this topic of how can we, as leaders, uh, raise up other leaders and specifically look for ways to speak truth into their lives, Hmm. speak words that help fuel them to get to that next place that they want to, you know, that, that kind of whole idea. How can we communicate truth to help them, propel them? And so I'm just so excited. We had lunch a couple months ago. Yeah. It was a fantastic lunch. You pulled out napkins, and I mean, you taught me so much. And that, I mean, I, I, I still, I, true story. Sorry yeah. to sound like a little uh, fanish here, but I still have those napkins on my desk because I go nice. back to them because I'm like asking myself, you know, mm-hmm. questions as we go. So, could you just kind of give us the, you know, the backstory on you, who you are, what you do, all that kind of stuff? Sure. Um, yeah. So. Tom, I'm Tom. Good. Uh, so, uh, so let's start. I love Jesus. We'll start there because that, that's a big part of my life. Uh, I've been in uh, vocational ministry um, over 20 years, and uh, uh, married. Been married uh, almost. Tw- I think we're going on year 19. Wow, so I congrats. should get that right, right? So, all right. So, <laughs> I think it's, we're going on year 19. I got three kids. I got a, a son in high school, a son in middle school, and a daughter in elementary. So. <sighs> We, we, we cart kids a lot of places right now, a lot of different activities um, and, uh, and fun, th- fun times. Um, so, so, yeah, my background uh, would be in, in ministry. Always have had a passion for leadership, and in, in, in ministry, always had uh, vehicles and opportunities to do more and more leadership development, uh, even if it's like my own development and, and, yep. and cherish that built that in, whether it was in youth ministry, adult ministry. Um, since then, uh, I have been moving more and more beyond the walls of, of church buildings. Yeah. And uh, I somehow fell into starting a company um, wow. that, that's done pretty well back in uh, 2019. Yeah. So I had a book came out, did fairly well, and, and it kind of started had some other people going, hey, could you help me do that? And so we've had uh, Two Penny Publishing, mm. um, and that's been a company for the last, well, since 2019, been doing well and growing. Uh, I, I'm at the point, too, where, well, I've tried to raise up the leaders within it. So so I barely run it. I check in wow. maybe about once a week, yeah. and, uh, and there's a CEO and VP and all that and team that they, they're way smarter than me. They run that. I still own the company, uh, recently launching a new company and also buying another company here coming up in the next uh, <laughs> wow. uh, 90 okay. days, actually. So, Fantastic. Yeah. so a, lot, a lot of fun things going on. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So just other, one other question to kind of get to know you a little bit more, yeah. because you've been in the publishing world. So if you yes. had to write a book like tomorrow, okay, like I had to, you, you know, you're, you're up against the wall. You got to write a book. Yeah. Is there like what would you write about? Yeah. Is there something that's so like on your heart right now that's yeah, always because uh, books beget books. So right. so I've got um, I, I have four books that that are published out to the world, and I think you call it a half book maybe because I got a revised edition of one of the popular books that's coming out here. Uh, actually, I think in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, and uh, and time for Christmas sales is is the idea. <laughs> so uh, but um, but yeah no I have another. I, I, it's not ready to be a book yet, but it's the journey I'm on, and, and it's something to the effect of being healthy, wealthy, and whole. Mm. 
in the idea that I feel like God's got me on a journey right now um, where he's definitely challenging me to be healthier, and what what does that look like? Um, he's definitely blessed me. Uh, I'm definitely at a wealthier point in my life and, yeah. and learning that, about that. But what's interesting about that is how many scriptures there are that mm-hmm. guide us even through that process and what to do and, and how to look at um, money in a right. way, and, and or those... Uh, you know, the economy of blessings is how I would say wow. it. And and uh, and then, but in order to look at that, well, you got to be whole. And there's always parts God is working on us to be more and more like Jesus. So uh, for me, I feel like it, I am... Um, Here's a quick backstory. I, I went on a two-month vacation with my family over the summer, which was wonderful. And uh, and I came back from that having this idea, God's got me on this journey. It's time for Tom 2.0. Mm. And so since from August on, I've been going, okay, healthy, wealthy, and whole. How can I become healthier, wealthier, and holier? Yeah. And uh, and who do wow. I need to involve in my life to help me get there? And so uh, I've learned a lot just in the last few months. And uh, on this journey, I'm excited about it. Eventually, it probably turns into a book. But if that's yeah. what I had to start writing wow. right now, it would be it. some of the experiences. Yep. Well, we're on to something, maybe. Well, I'd, I'd get on that book launch team because that, uh, <laughs> that was already exciting. Yeah. Okay. So jumping into the, the content of this, uh, this episode, mm-hmm. you know, we're looking at raising up leaders. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. if you're a leader, you're someone who has influence in your life. Someone has probably poured into you, this process of pouring into others. When did it click for you? Like when, hmm. you know, as a leader, when did it click for you that, wow, wow you know, my, my life can really mean something even more when I start pouring in, raising up other leaders? Yeah. Um, well, well, I think first we, gotta, we just got to honestly acknowledge uh, about leadership in general. I, I like how John Maxwell says uh, leadership is, is influence. Mm-hmm. And so we all have influence. So by definition, we're all leading at some level, yep. uh, and and it's just really whether or not you're you're a bad leader or a good leader. To be honest, right. I mean, you know, and, well, and you, you talked about you know yeah. in the beginning that it's it's truths, you know, yeah. how we pour truths. Well, great leaders pour truths into people. Bad yeah. leaders pour lies into people. I mean, you could you could look at it that way. Yeah. And so we're, we're people are following us whether we want them to or not. It's whether or not we embrace that role of in, of. The truth of we are influencing other people, and do we want to influence them well, wow. uh, or or do we want to do damage to yeah. them as they as they follow us? And, and so uh, I would, had a, had a leader who uh, is a frustrating relationship, but they were older than me, they were higher on the org chart than I was, and and so they'd often say, you know, we got two different leadership styles, and uh, and getting out from under their grip, I've kind of looked back and realized, no, you just are a bad leader. Like you just, yeah. you know, if you look at the, the trail behind you, there, yeah. there are bodies strewn about and, and people wounded and, and trying to get over the lies that have been poured into them. Yep. And, uh, and, and rather, and, and I had somebody challenge me to be a great leader, no matter where you are in the org chart. Wow. But, but let, but you asked me the question of when did it realize? And, and I don't have a defining moment. Yeah. Um, I think this is something that was probably poured into me uh, in some ways by my parents, even growing up. Mm. I, I watched them in ministry. I remember them saying things of, you're always working yourself out of a job, which means then you're raising up other people to take over that job, Yep. which means there'll also be another job waiting for you to raise up those people so they can do it. And so that, that always happens. Uh, talking about equipping the saints for service or discipleship that, you know, that that's the one you know, the last thing Jesus told us while on this earth that to go and make disciples and to teach them and, and, and your it's leadership development. And so so I think I've heard I've heard it all my life in a way. Yeah. But the moment I embraced it, it was probably I you know, like most high schoolers had a rebellion in high school and then 
kind of coming out of the rebellion, had an opportunity to be a part of, of leading my peers in, in a group. And that yep. really pushed me to that, oh, you know, maybe I could use these powers for good, you know, right. help people rather than hurt people. Um, I had an opportunity, um, it was freshman year of my of college uh, that summer, and, and I somehow got this. I wasn't even, I wasn't a ministry major. I was a communications major. That's um, television, radio. That's what I'm going to do. But, <laughs> but why not? I had a church that could pay part-time for two months of the year to have a part-time youth pastor at their church, a little, <laughs> little church. And, uh, but it was awesome. And so, and so I was, and I was it, I was, I was 18 at the time. Like I turned that 19 that summer and I had 18 year olds in my youth group wow. and I'm going, okay, what I've got them. What am I going to teach them? Yep. And and going, you know, do we start going through the Bible? Do we start uh, going through spiritual gifts? What do we talk about? I don't know. What, what do we talk about? And and my mother's the one who challenged me and said, okay, when in your faith walk to this point, have you most been on fire about your faith? Hmm. And and I knew it right away. And it was the time I was leading that group. It, it called me at the, the time I was inviting people to yep. church. The time Because all of a sudden they'd ask questions and they, they were following and, and asking and it forced me to get smarter and have to lead, yep. you know, forced me to embrace the leadership role. Yep. Um, and, and it was, and I think there's something very meaningful when we embrace that, that I believe God has called us here to influence people and to make disciples and to lead them. And when we can embrace that and then embrace the challenge of, and I want to do well at that. Yeah. And, and then all of a sudden there's something very meaningful in that. So th- those are probably some pivotal times in my life yep. where it started clicking for me yep. and realizing this feels good. This feels meaningful. Uh, this feels like it serves a greater purpose, and yeah. uh, and and it leaves a legacy. Yeah, right. I mean, that's that's what you want, <laughs> right. right? Absolutely. Uh, you spend you spend your breaths and hours, and at the end of the day, uh, who did you help? Right. And, and I think that's right. way more meaningful. But going back to what you said uh, okay. when you when you first started that, mm-hmm. it's just so contrary to us at some point, especially younger leaders. Like, why? Wait a minute. Why would I help someone else? I need to be there, mm-hmm. you know. And so it's yeah. that process of. Yeah. Getting there, uh, and I, I just loved what you just walked us through right I, there. I could tell you uh, what, what took away an excuse for me, and this this was later on into ministry. This is when I had kind of a, a bad leader above me, yeah. you know, or just somebody who's used bad leadership skills. We sure. can say that. The I had um, another staff member at church who who decided for some reason to pour into me, gave me a book called 360 Degree Leader by John Maxwell. <laughs> and, sure. And the whole idea of that is that. In leadership, a lot of times we think leadership, we think it's pouring down to the right. people below you, right? right. So we, we accept that, yeah, the, you know, the, the people who are willing to follow you at that level. But it's, leadership's also pouring out across to the people who are on the yep. you know, same place in the org chart or same place in life you are. And great leaders also lead up. Lead up. Lead up to the end. Right. And so I was like, oh, man, that, that really, <laughs> that took away all my excuse. Because my excuse before that is I'll become a better leader when the guy above me becomes a better leader. Right. Exactly. And so, and so now it was the challenge of, oh, no, I get to decide now, no matter where I am on the org chart, whether what kind of leader I want to be, yep. and what kind of influence I want to do down, across, and up. And so that was, that was pivotal. And so I decided then... No matter what, I wanted to be a great leader. Yeah. It didn't matter what anybody around me decided. That was the influence I wanted yep. to, to leave. That's who I wanted to be. And uh, and just embrace, and again, it's simply embracing that truth and, yeah. and then uh, trying to, uh, well, live up to it or build the skills to it. Yeah. And, and I would say that too. I think sometimes another thing about leadership is it's really a skill or a subset of skills. Mm-hmm. Which means if, if it's a subset of skills, then it's, it's learnable. 
anybody can learn it. Anybody right. can get better at it. Sometimes right. we go, oh, they're a born leader. Or they're, and typically what we mean is they might have one of those subset of skills that comes a little more naturally to them, but they yeah. don't have all of them. Right. And, uh, and just because it has natural doesn't mean it can't get better. Right. And so really what I've learned is anybody who's willing to learn can become a, a better and better leader. Wow. That, that's fantastic. Mm. So how do you approach your relationship with other leaders then? Do you, is there, are, like, is your mind already starting to spin when you see mm. someone and you get to know them and you're like, oh, wow, they have some pretty great potential here. Mm. Like walk us through that process, that internal work of going, you know, how do you know, like when you build that relationship to, to help push them or, you know, that kind of stuff. Mm. Well, l- let's start with another truth. And that is not everybody is equally worthy of your time. Yeah. We only have so much time yep. to give. We have almost so much energy to give. And and just because somebody says they, they want your time and wants your energy or wants you to pour into them doesn't doesn't mean they're ready or worthy yep. in a way. Yep. And um and so uh I I, I drew up an acrostic uh several years back when kind of designing one of the books to try try to to answer the question, well, how do you know if somebody's ready? Now, so, so the idea, if, if I'm going to, let's say, coach or mentor somebody, uh, everybody can benefit from coaching or mentoring, somebody pouring into them, mm. but not everybody's ready to receive it. Wow. So, so you're trying, wow. to, yeah. right? So, so yeah. how do you determine, you know, whether or not um, somebody is, and it takes a lot of listening, which we should talk about more, but, but, but I, I have an acrostic that uh, it shows up in a couple of the books I wrote because uh, it, it seems to have worked. And, and it's, the, it's the acrostic clear. Mm. Uh, it's not Scientology, but it's... Uh, it's uh, <laughs> stole it from me, I'm sure. But, um, but it's, it's how do you make a clear decision yeah. whether or not you want to spend those efforts and that energy pouring into somebody, yeah. whether it's worth the time and the energy. And so, so the C stands for connect, connected, or do I, do I feel a natural connection yep. with them? Or are they easy to talk with, you know, and even in that, you know, this is an yeah. easy, con- easy yes to let's be on this podcast podcast, we connected, right? Yeah. And so you can kind of sense that, feel that, that, okay, we can connect. It's not going to be a pulling teeth to have conversation. Uh, the L is, is learn. Are, are they, do they have something to learn and can I teach them? You know, yeah. do I have something to give there? And, and are they teachable in that? They, yeah. you know, are they willing to learn? E is excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, we, we are, the way our brains are, are wired. Sometimes we think we are thinking beings who sometimes feel. We are feeling beings who sometimes think. I mean, that's the way, you know, even you right. look at the structure of our brain. We right. always, it de- determining how we feel determines how we think. So it matters that you feel, this person, you can sense that they feel excited for this opportunity yep. uh, to, to hang out with you, meet with you, you know, and, and then they'll better, and then they'll be in a better part of their brain. Well, they'll be better able to learn. Yeah. So you got connected, you got learned, you got excited. This, this one I find like, I feel is kind of the, uh, the do or don't one. And it's, are they authentic? authentic. Yeah. Um, I once, I once had a guy and I love this guy. He's, he's, was a good friend throughout the years. And he, he asked me one time, would I, would I mentor him? Hmm. And I made, I said, I'll make you a deal. I said, if you can answer me this one question, uh, the answer is yes. And so I just asked him and, and I knew him well enough. I said, what is your signature sin? And, and so it was, t- yeah, I know it was a fun one. All right. And he's looking at me, he's like, what in the world are you talking about? I said, well, and, and I'm stealing this. I think it might be John Ortberg might've come up with this idea, but, but, uh, but the idea that we all have a bent towards something. Yeah. We all have something that if Satan wanted to destroy our lives within five minutes, this is what he'd use to do that. And, um, and so we need that self-awareness, right? And so, 
And, and he couldn't come up with one. Mm. He, I knew it right away. I knew exactly what it was. It was you know, <laughs> he just mentioned the word pride. Yeah, but, but that was right. it. It's too proud. And so to think that that could exist. And, and I said, well, when you come up with an answer for that, let's talk. Wow. Um, but, but, and again, I think it would have benefited him, but he wasn't ready. There were too many layers of the onion to peel. Yep. And, uh, and, he, and, and he wasn't ready to, he wasn't being real with himself. Yeah. And uh, and so it so then our conversations are, are going to fall mute in some ways. Exactly. We're going to frustrate each other. And so yep. so that authentic one is, kill, you know, are they are they real with themselves? Are they self-aware, or at least at this point in their life? Are, are they in a place of, of self-awareness and uh, and are they authentic? And, th- and then the last one is are reliable. In mm-hmm. other words, if we set something up, if we put something on the calendar, will they show up? Yeah, because then it's not worth your time if they're not right. going to be there. And so and that that matters, too. So I, I continually use that. Now I use it in my head. You know, can, do we connect? Are they ready to learn? Are, do they seem excited? Are they authentic from what I yeah. know? Are they you know, being real and honest with themselves? And will they show up if we decide to, you know, schedule something, put something together and to do this? And if it's you know, all of those, then it's a clear yes, in my opinion, that that's the kind of person that's ready to receive your wow. time. Well, that's, <laughs> that's very helpful. <laughs> very, a very clear. Yeah. Yeah. Approach to, mm. um, you know, as, as people, uh, come and I, I find in this season of life, uh, not that I'm, you know, near the end or any, any, <laughs> anywhere towards <laughs> Let's that. Let's hope not. <laughs> uh, but it's, it's just so different, you know, yeah. late forties compared to late twenties, late thirties mm-hmm. where, you know, there's just so much. It was, I, 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 it's a lot like a TikTok video I saw the other day of two guys playing ping pong. Okay. One was an older season guy. One was a young guy. The older season guy did not move at all. And he just made the young guy go back and forth and back. I mean, it's it's that I feel like in I that do that season. to my boys. By the way, we play ping pong, right? <laughs> you got you to, do, yeah. You, you got to keep to. them moving. That's and you, right. Be, you know, smart we, enough. We've to... walked down that path yeah. and been there. And yep. so when you're when you are, you know, you're finally mentoring someone or you're mm-hmm. raising someone up or, yeah. you know, either in the workplace or, you know, wherever you're at, mm-hmm. you know, what have you found some of the best ways to communicate into their lives, to speak mm. into them, you know, to walk us through that process. Um, I'll say this, the, the best or the most important part of communication is listening. Mm. Um, it, it's, and it's the most neglected. Yeah. So, cause a lot of times we, we assume, oh, you want to learn from me. That means you must want to hear me talk Well, you know, hear me talk and you take notes yep. kind of thing. And that's where it's going. Yeah. And, um, but there, there's a whole art and skill and it's a big leadership skill. Uh, of listening. If if you go, w- the number one complaint about the boss in the American workplace, the number one st- statistically, the number one complaint about the boss in the American workplace is my boss doesn't. You know what it is? It's listen to me. Right. That's it. I mean, you'll see, you know, when I listen. say it, you feel. It, I know. You probably I think about there. it, right? I was like, yeah. And and you did. And probably people are like, yep, that is. I, how many times have I complained? My boss doesn't listen. If they would just listen to me, if they yep. would just hear me, if they would just do that, and but it's often the most neglected. And so a lot of times in, we might be in a position of leadership and we think our position is to tell everybody what to do. I, I was working with a, um, a CEO uh, friend of mine who he said it took him I don't know, two or three years to realize that at his staff meetings, he thought his job was to speak for 45 minutes and then let them respond for the next 15. Oh. And he realized they don't care if I speak 15 or five, they want to talk for at least 45. And, right. and we get way more done when I just listen and to do that. Right. But a lot of times we think, oh, I'm the leader, therefore I'm the talker. Yep. And so, yep. Yep. And so, so to me, the, one of the, and it's one of the hardest skills, yep. especially if you, a lot of times people who see themselves as the leader, 
you know, see themselves yep. as the spotlight holder too. And there's time and place for that. Yep. For but sure. It, but it's not a hundred percent of the time. Right. And it's probably not as often as they think. Mm-hmm. And so if you're going to pour into somebody, if you're going to do that, uh, the biggest piece is being a skilled listener. Wow. And, and there's a lot of skill that can be learned in that. Um, there's a lot of skill that I've continued to and try to learn over the years and put into practice. And, uh, I, I'll say this, um, a mentor of mine once, once shared, a problem identified is half solved. So, but the only way you properly identify a problem is by listening. Right. And identify. And here's another stat. 85% of the time what people tell you is their problem is not the real problem. There's, there's some layers to peel. So, you're, you'll, so if you just jump on something they say and start talking and solving, right. Right. most likely you're, going to, you're not really solving anything because that's not the real problem. Wow. And yeah. so if you take the time to properly identify it, you're already 50% closer to having it uh, resolved. Yep. Yeah. It's just, it, it's just incredible. I mean, we talked about bad leaders, bad leadership earlier. You know, I think about unhealthy mm-hmm. leaders and just what you said there, they just have to hold the spotlight all the time. I, and, and I would say to, they don't know what else to do. Yeah. They've learned bad yeah. habits yeah. and they haven't taken the time to build better habits and, yeah. and they haven't, or, or better skills. Again, if leadership is a subset of skills, then we can get better at it. Yeah. Just some, sometimes people refuse. Yeah. to get better at it, yeah. and everybody else pays for that. Yeah, and I, for, I for sure was in that. I mean, I can, mm-hmm. I, I think back to those years, and and maybe I'm still in them. I don't know, but I think back to those years where I'm like, yeah, Jason was trying to build his own kingdom and wanted mm-hmm. to be the captain of every ship. And yeah. I just think back, and I'm like, oh, I'm so grateful for the older leaders in my life who gave me, you know, gave me grace and patience and helped walk me through those seasons. Yeah. And yeah. uh, and now I'm grateful for those moments that had to like you know wipe out the legs underneath me to deal with the pride and some of those kind of things. Well, it matters too how you how you look at those, doesn't yeah. it? And so you know, a, a phrase my kids are sick of hearing me say, but I say it all the time. Sometimes you win, and sometimes you learn. Mm. And so it's yeah. it's not it's not losing, it's not failure unless you give up. Yeah. So you know sometimes. You know, the way you thought it should work, worked, and you learned, wow, that works. Sometimes the way you thought it should work doesn't work, and it's that opportunity to go, okay, why, didn't it, why did it not work? What, wow. what does this problem now make possible? Wow. But, but again, that's a skill because that's not our natural reaction. Right. Our natural reaction is to react in, in right. a, typically a negative way or self-protecting way and, uh, or self-preserving or promoting way, and, uh, and yet that doesn't, as much as it's self, 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 it doesn't really benefit us. Uh, right. Or the people around us to to look out for us. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I was thinking about uh, a couple of your books. One of them was Mentor You. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you you know you talk about helping leaders, kind of you know mentoring them to take their next step. And I was just mm-hmm. thinking about the the companies that are out there, you know, the organizations who just because of the busyness of everything and their strategic mm-hmm. plan and all that, they they just put this much effort, just a little tiny effort, you know, into that leadership development mentoring. And, you know, I think of books like yours where I'm like, oh, if, if some of these companies could just grab hold of, you know, investing that time into their people, yeah, you know, the fruit from that would just be, you would be huge. I, I could tell you statistically that companies that take on average at least a day of training for their employees, like put them in where they're skill building, uh, on average, that ploy, employee is 280% more profitable <laughs> for the company. Just so incredible. It, 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 the people who invest in their employees that... Those employees, just even even if they do it a little bit, yeah. Uh, I mean, the more you do it, uh, the, the statistics rise up. But if you just do it a little bit, I've seen it, your salespeople become somewhere between twenty to forty percent better at sales. Wow. Uh, we know, yeah. Less there's 
uh, people who invest in the workplace and in those skills and those employees, 37% less absenteeism because people want to show up to a job they like, right? Um, we know that people who micromanage tend to make more mistakes and cause the company more money, which is ironic because you, you right. micromanage right. them, you right? Gotta I got to be in it. Yeah. yeah, I have to be in it because so they don't make mistakes. And But when we put stress and pressure on people, again, we're always feeling. Yeah. We, we don't think well. And, uh, and it typically throws us into the back part of our brain where we make decisions, mm. uh, where we're, we typically know we're, we're functioning in the back part of the brain when we feel anxious, angry, or anemic. We feel drained because your brain's burning more calories than any other organ in your body. And it's especially when you're stressed out, it's burning yeah. that. And when we know when we're in the back part of the brain, we tend to, we're, we're on average 18, per, 18 less IQ points using. So we're, we're, we're literally wow. dumber. So when we stress <laughs> wow. out, when you have a bad leader who comes in and, um, I like uh, oh, what one-minute manager guy, Kenneth. Ken Blanchard. Ken Blanchard. Yeah. yeah he talks about uh, seagull leadership where <laughs> seagull comes o- the boss comes over, hovers over you for a while, craps on you, and flies away. Um, you know, it's, Steals it's, your ice yeah, cream cone. Yeah, yeah. And, you're, and there you are, just miserable. You know, it's like we're literally dumbing our people down right. by being that kind of leader who comes over and demoralizes wow. people or stresses them out and wow. does that. And now we've actually set them up to, to meet our expectations even less. Wow, and and yep. so again, it's skill. There's there's better skills that work to that actually uh, allow your people um, to perform way better. I mean, if you think about, it, let's be honest, the the average employee isn't waking up in the morning going, "How can I do terrible at my job today? How can I disappoint my boss and upset my organization?" Right, right. We we wake up going, "How can I do great today?" Right. And a lot of times we have better ideas of how we can do great than the person above us. But a lot of times the person above us who's determining how we, we're supposed to do our job. And a lot of times they get in the way wow. and, uh, and, and they get in the way of, of our momentum or, or wow. what could benefit the organization. Right. But anyway, there's skills to, to open that up and, and to yeah. do that. So what's, what holds back, you know, younger leaders, older leaders, really? Yeah. It, it's across, what yeah. holds people back from, you know, trying to find a mentor or trying to find that person yeah. or, or on the flip side, being that voice into others. Because yeah. I know that there are a lot of people listening who, you know, they could, they could be speaking life into you know, the people generations below them. Yeah. I I think really a a lot of times what holds, holds them back is they don't know who to mentor. Yeah. You know, uh, I think a lot of times that clear thing helps out. Um, they don't know who, who they should be investing into and they don't know how, like what, what to do. And so one of the reasons I wrote that book was just to, to create a resource to create conversations and conversations where the, the mentor needed to set them up to listen more to the mentee yeah. and set them up for great conversations yeah. and, and to do that. So, but I think that's a lot of times the hangup. They don't know where to start, who or, or how to, to pull that off. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. So what's a piece of advice you could give to leaders as they look to speak into other people's lives? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that would be make sure you set yourself up where other people are speaking into your life. So, so the, the best mentors are the ones who are being mentored. Mm-hmm. Um, the best there, there's kind of a, a rule of thumb that I try to teach and, and I try to live by too, that I've always have people who are before me. In other yep. words, they're ahead of me in life and they're pouring into me. I've got people beside me. We're rooting on each other and I've got people behind me that I'm pouring into. And, and the thing is too, I would say, uh, I wouldn't just say, I think uh, Dr. Henry Cloud, he talks about this. Some other guys where the idea of you want, it should be lopsided. Mm. It should be lopsided that you have more being poured into you. So that what you're pouring out wow. is high quality to others. Wow. But a lot of times what I see is the other way. I see the other way where it's like, oh, I'm pouring into all these people and stuff like that. But what you're pouring into them isn't very good right. because you're, you're, right. they're, they're, 
it's more drain than gain. And so the time and and so what you do to make up for it is you give them more time than quality. Hmm. But your time is limited. And so there's the much better result if you can have a lot more people pouring into you and then you can give a lot more quality in less time. Yeah. And people will will walk away, you know, and and it could be an hour lunch rather right. than a, you know, 24 hour whatever. Right. You know. So, wow. Yeah. Ooh, that's that's so helpful. I know um, I recently picked up your book, Blind Potential. Yeah, yeah. And I'm in a season right now where, you know, I, 26 years I, I mm-hmm. you know, served in vocational ministry. And yeah. so now I've branched off, started, a, you know, this new company, Speak mm-hmm. With People, yep. and podcast and some training and speaking, you know, those kind of things. Yeah. And uh, even in this season, you know, for so long I did, you know, the same kind of job. But even your book, Blind Potential, just mm-hmm. thinking about, okay, all right, I, I know I have it in me you know, to learn what I need to learn in this new season, Yeah. you know, so I just wanted to say thank you because mm. I know we don't know each other too far, but you have already been mentoring me from afar with oh. your books and writing and, you know, just that, that kind of stuff. And for sure, like, I, I feel like we just scratched the surface today, so we will be begging you. Um, <laughs> I, I probably shouldn't be so eager, uh, you know, <laughs> but no. we'll, we'll ask again if, sure. you know, in the future, because I would love to dive into, yeah. you know. But before we close, uh, maybe a couple of rapid-fire questions, just okay. as people kind of keep getting to know you. Uh, what book are you, you currently reading? Uh, I happen to be reading uh, Boundaries for Leaders by Dr. Henry Cloud. Okay. Um, but I just finished um, uh, Astrophysics for People in a Hurry by Neil deGrasse Tyson. Because somebody just challenged me to, to read that book because it's so different than anything I do. Okay. And it's it's amazing how much God, like, actually you can draw out of that book. But it was a weird book. I was like, yeah, sure. I did it. So I knocked it out. So. Yeah. Uh, if you're a podcast listener, do you have a favorite podcast? Uh, obviously, the Speak with People podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> um, second to that, <laughs> the Ron Burgundy podcast. <laughs> sometimes you just got to laugh, Stay man. Stay classy. And Will Ferrell is ridiculous. Stay and, classy. And so sometimes I just need that break, you know, Absolutely. from astrophysics to yeah. to uh, Anchorman. So, um, no, I like that one. I, I do, on the leadership and business end, I do like the Business Made Simple oh. uh, podcast. That's so clean and cut. Don and, uh, yeah, Don Miller's, he's, he's worked so hard at putting out a great product. All right, last uh, rapid fire question. I know we talked about, earlier mm-hmm. if you had to write a book but are you currently working on a book uh i i am not i'm currently working on a company so so i've got two penny consulting is uh kind of currently officially launching it's it's the kind of work i've been doing um and i'm about to do more of and so just kind of finding a home base for it so there is two penny consulting.com t-w-o okay pennyconsulting.com. <laughs> and, uh, and, and you can go there. And so, and with that, we are doing, uh, again, this is stuff I've been doing, but now we're just doing more of it and focusing on it and going broader. And uh, we, we do really three things, uh, training, tracking, and troubleshooting. Mm. And so the training that we're doing and teaching and, and, uh, and looking to book more in the coming year is, is training on a course called Leader Effectiveness Training. Mm. And so it, it, we talked about those listening skills. Yep. We spend uh, two or three days like intense. It's wow. a high-end leadership program. Wow. Um, uh, I am working with several companies this year doing that and working with their people to build these high-end leadership skills. A uh, lot of learning those listening skills, a lot of learning those confronting skills and problem-solving skills. Yep. And so how do we communicate with each other and building that more and more into the culture? So we do that training. Then we have a tracking system where we go back and we track those executives or those wow. employees and and, ch- and track them six months later. Yeah. How well are they living those out? And where can we improve and yep. where, where can we celebrate? 
and to do that. And so we have a system to do that, and, and that uh, can be a part of it as well. And then, um, and then we meet with those organizations and talk about that and do that. And then, and then this piece we have too is just the troubleshooting where we can go in, uh, myself specifically, typically, and uh, if, if there is, you know, we need to work one-on-one with something or yep. somebody or, or helps work through this problem for the organization. Yeah. And we're able to do that and go in and work directly with them and, and, uh, and apply all those skills to their specific situation. Wow. Well, where else can we find, where else can our audience find you online? Yeah. All that kind of stuff. Um, well, I, I, you can go to, uh, so twopennycconsulting.com. Yep. Uh, if you're interested in publishing a book, we help you get that book from your heart into your hand. You can please check out twopennypublishing.com. That's uh, what we built. I don't know anybody else doing what we're doing. Mm. Uh, it's a very unique, uh, way to go about publishing, but we've got people, we just published somebody's fourth book with us. I mean, like wow. they're, they're happy. We, our authors like us, we love them and it's a great relationship. Actually, we got a book coming out, coming out the, uh, tomorrow. I was just talking to somebody, but, um, but yeah, check that out. You can do that too. Uh, I mean, we're on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, awesome. well, LinkedIn, we'll go ahead. all that. Yep. Yeah. We'll put all those links in the yep. show notes yep. and, uh, just, yep. uh, selfishly, yeah. I'm one of those hopefully future offers, uh, authors yeah. of Two Penny. Absolutely. So be sending over, uh, the information for the book, speak with people, not at them. Oh, that's a great idea. Sometime yep. soon. And yep. we'll be able to do that. Well, Tom, thank so. you so much for your time today. This was extremely beneficial, extremely helpful. And so thanks for your heart and sharing. Hey, thanks for inviting me. It's my Absolutely. pleasure. All right. Well, thank you again for joining us today on the podcast. Again, this podcast exists because words matter and really believe that your world, our world can be changed through healthy communication. Uh, And just a few reminders, don't forget to check out thespeakersconference.com. If you are a leader who regularly delivers presentations or speaks from stages or influences from behind a camera, you want to become a more effective communicator, someone who inspires their audience to lean in, join us March 21 to 23 in Clearwater Beach. It's a really difficult location for a conference, Uh, but we have a great speaker lineup. Please head to speaker conference. Thank you again for being a part of the podcast. Thanks for sharing, and we will see you next week.